Today we're going to talk about following the fun. I titled this Following the Fun because I really want us as working mums to find fun in our lives, to to have energy, to feel great, to just really enjoy life as much as we possibly can. So following the fun is by finding that thing that makes you come alive, that makes you fizz, that makes you feel energetic, that makes you enthusiastic and and going with it, doing it, being there, being in the space that you just love to be in so that you can live life with joy, with lightness, with energy. And you can bring that into all the spaces that you spend time in, whether that's with your family or in your work or with friends. And you can just feel good about life. So let's get into this episode entitled Follow the Fun. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Are you feeling overrun and wrung out by the juggle of being a working mum? Do you just wish that you could be calmer and more patient at work and when you come home to your family? But there are so many things that need to be done and there are so many expectations on you. Do you wish you just had the space and the time and the capacity to be able to make choices that you know would leave you feeling healthier and happier, but you just don't have any wiggle room? Welcome to the Managing Mum podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte, a working mum of two with a very busy, very active life. As a qualified personal trainer and a well-being coach, and as a mum who has felt all of these things... My aim is to help you learn how to manage the juggle so that you can feel healthier and happier and lighter and you can build great relationships at work and at home and so that you can move closer to that ever-elusive work-life balance. While I may well offer suggestions such as taking a bubble bath, I'm also going to help you figure out how to do it without feeling guilty. So run that bath, tie up your mum bun and lock the bathroom door. We're learning how to juggle. first job which was not fun I got a job working around the national skills development strategy which is a, a policy that South Africa has around building up skills within the workplace and I was really I had studied this uh, strategy in my honors degree I was excited about it I got this role a week or so into the role, I realized that it was not something that was going to be fun in the slightest. It was pretty miserable. I had to go to a, a pokey little office in the middle of Cape Town. I had to sit at a desk and call people up to book for them to have somebody come and do a workplace skills assessment with them. I mean, it just sounds joyful, doesn't it? I was on my own, I actually had a colleague, but she was in the office next door. And all day I sat from half past seven in the morning till five o'clock at night in this little office. And then I sat in the traffic to get there and I sat in the traffic to get home. I was completely miserable. I remember going away for the weekend and coming back to town and having to go to the work the next day and just feeling absolutely heavy feeling just 
something that I had never felt before. And my mum actually said to me, I think you're depressed. And I said, oh, don't be so ridiculous. I don't get depressed. But I think I was. It was the first time that I suddenly realized that I was unhappy. I was, yeah, depressed. I was um, heavy and felt awful and just was uncomfortable. I have felt this since then in other jobs as well. For a long time, I wondered what was wrong with me. If you've listened to some of the other episodes on this podcast, you will have heard this story before. But there was a long time where I was going to a job at an office, sitting down, doing the work from eight till five, following somebody else's um, plans, fitting in with their timelines and their structure, finding that I at the end of the day, was just feeling depleted and miserable, actually feeling depleted and miserable at the beginning of the day, having to wake up to go there. I wondered what was wrong with me. Why couldn't I do what other people were doing? I just couldn't understand why I felt so, in South Africa we have a word, pup, kind of so flat at the end of the day and in my working life. One of my closest friends lives in Zimbabwe, and although I hate it that we are so far apart, I'm so grateful for WhatsApp because we talk on WhatsApp all the time. And we talk to each other on good days, we talk to each other on bad days. She tells me that she can always hear from the first words of my voice note how I am, and she knows whether I've been doing something that energizes me or not. When I think about that period of my life when I worked at that job, in the middle of Cape Town and at other roles. And I also think about the period of my life when we lived on a farm in Mozambique. These are times when I have not felt that energy that she can hear when I am doing something that energizes me. These are times where I have felt lethargic and heavy and trapped. I bring up living on a farm in Mozambique because it's not just our workplace that can impact how we are feeling, but it can. It is our lifestyle. It is our the place where we live. It is our engagements. What I want to get onto today is how I moved out of those situations, those uh, depressed, uh, lethargic, heavy situations, to situations where, or to the current situation where I. I'm alive, where I am excitable, where I find joy, where I am aware of the things that do energize me. I learned these things when I started my coaching journey. The first place where I learned this was by taking an Enneagram assessment and learning about my personality style. The Enneagram is something that I will talk about in upcoming episodes, but it is one of the tools that I use to help people to get to know who am I, what am I, where, what do I fear, what do I desire. What I love about the Enneagram is that it doesn't box us. We are all incredibly individual and we also have space to move out of a particular personality style, but that is a a separate conversation. The other thing that I the other assessment that I took was the Strengths Finder assessment, the Clifton 
Strengths Finder test, which was really interesting. It is what I wanted to focus on today in terms of my results and what your results could be. The Strength Finder assessment outlines 34 themes under four different umbrellas. There's the executing umbrella, the strategic thinking umbrella, the influencing umbrella, and the relationship building umbrella. And the 34 themes fit in under these four umbrellas. When I got my results, I noted that exec executing, not executing, <laughs> executing was my weakest umbrella, which when I look at myself and those who know me will know that that is actually not that surprising. And influencing and relationship building were my strongest umbrellas. Also not that surprising as this is what my whole life is about, is about influencing, impacting people, relationship building, uh, engaging with people. The report outlines what I can contribute, which was really, really useful for me in terms of looking at the roles that I can play, offering myself as a coach and a facilitator to clients, knowing what I can bring to the table and being really confident in these aspects of myself that I can offer to my personal life and to my working life. But what was the most informative and the most liberating part of the experience of this assessment and the debrief that I got after the assessment was looking at what I need. What energizes me? I think that often we don't know what we need as individuals. We may well know what we can bring, what are our strengths, what, what can we offer to others, but we're unsure about what we actually need in life to make us fizz, to make us come alive. Reading what I need and talking it through with my coach actually gave me the freedom to go out and find it when it came to my work life, when it came to my personal life. And just to kind of give you an idea of what these look like, I need, for example, interactions with others to bring a positive experience. And my whole work goal is interacting with others to bring about a positive perspective. Sorry, not experience, perspective. So changing people's perspectives on the world on their lives to a more positive perspective. I need freedom to experience the joy and drama of life, which I most certainly was not experiencing in that little office in my first job. I need an audience to engage with. Hello, podcasting. Here I am having the best time engaging with you. This makes me come alive. This makes me fizz. This makes my day-to-day -day life fun because I get to engage with an audience. I need roles that include working with other people, etc, etc, etc. You can hear in my voice how this work makes me come alive, how this work makes me fizz. Times that I don't fizz are when I am alone for too long, when I have no social interaction, when I have to do boring monotonous tasks, when I'm in a meeting and the talk goes on and on and there's no action. Luckily, there are other people who do find themselves energized by these particular things 
and their strengths lead them to fizz, to blossom, to to find joy in these environments. And this is the incredible thing is that we are all so different. We don't all enjoy the same things. We aren't all energized by the same environments. We don't all want to stand up and talk to groups of people. Imagine if we did, I wouldn't have a job because we'd all be vying for the same space. And my point is that if you are finding yourself drained, de-energized, if you're dragging yourself through the day, it might be an opportunity to think about what environments you do buzz in. When do you find yourself feeling like you could conquer the world? If you aren't sure about that, think about the last time you did feel like that. Or try things out and be aware of your body. Be aware of your body's response in various situations. Which situation, which environment leaves you feeling heavy, kind of leaden, gray? And which environments leave you feeling bright? Leave you feeling when you leave them that you could take on the world? Leave you feeling energized and enthusiastic? I remember doing a workshop on a Saturday morning and it had been a long workshop I got home and my husband said gosh you must need a rest now and I literally said to him I could take on the world now because I had been doing something that made me feel full and just have so much energy once you know the environments the situations the places that make you feel like this I really invite you to try to spend as much time as you can there. If your work doesn't make you feel like this, but you have no option but to work there, find times outside of work when you can spend time in these environments. I once listened to something that invited me to think about doing anything that I possibly could on a Saturday morning that one thing that I could that would make me feel the most alive, the most, the most renewed and revitalized. And I immediately thought about hosting a workshop. Don't get me wrong. I love to spend time with my family. I love to spend time with my friends. But just that engagement, that sharing my message, that uh, bringing about a positive perspective, this is what makes me energized what makes me fizz so here i'm inviting you to notice when you are feeling depleted notice when you're feeling heavy notice when things feel a bit gray and and just yeah that real heavy kind of depletion and notice when you feel that energy when you feel that buzz when you feel like you are having fun and life is joyful. You can see in those instances the elements of life that make you energized, that fill up your cup, that fill up your battery. You don't necessarily have to do an assessment to find out these things. It can be really, really useful though. And if you would like to do an assessment of this type, if you'd like to find out what your energizers are, if you aren't sure about it, please feel free to contact me. But yes, go and follow the fun. Close your eyes and think about what you would do if you could do anything on a Saturday morning. 
and fill your life up with opportunities to do these things so that you have the energy, you have the resilience, you have the capacity to do the other things in life that may be a little bit more draining and unfortunately those things that we do just have to do. If you do go out and practice this and you find that it makes a difference, please let me know. I long to hear how you guys are getting on and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. It is a real honor and a privilege for me to spend this time with you sharing what I have experienced and everything that I have learned. And it can get quite lonely on this side of the mic. So if you have enjoyed this podcast or if you've found anything useful in it, I would so appreciate if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. It really lets me know that I actually am making an impact, which is the best thing for me. And if you know of any other mums that you think might like this podcast, any mums who are managing it all, so basically all of them, please share this podcast with them so that we can build a village of happy, healthy mums.